Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 26, Doing Bad. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I am very excited to have my first guest interview. It is with Chris Pearson, who had his first message back in Episode 13, Harry Song. I met Chris my first year at the University of Chicago, and we later became musical collaborators in the band Open Sauce. Before playing the message for this week, which of course comes from Chris, let me have Chris provide some context to what he was doing when he left this message in the fall of 1988. I think I was starting school at the School of the Art Institute. I left Chicago in fall of 1985. I moved back to New York. I worked in a deli. I had to roast a turkey every day. (laughs) And I would live with my dad. I had a girlfriend. She basically moved in with me. But for whatever reason, I missed you guys, and that all ran its course. I moved back to Chicago the winter of 86, and for about two years, I just did these dumb little, I think I was, I I remember I made $5 an hour. So I was a telemarketer at one point, but I know I made $600 a month. That was for everything. That was for the food. It was for everything, and the rent that I had at that point, I was on Bishop Street, was 175 195 Now, eventually, I stopped paying rent, which gave me more money for the other things. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was paying rent, that's about 400 bucks to live on, you know, which is about $10 a day if you're going to pay your utilities. And I had the routine. I would buy a six-pack. I was, always loved drinking beer. So I'd buy a six-pack or probably like a case. It would get it down to a couple dollars a six-pack, a black label. My friend Pete Horst lived a few blocks away from, the, from me. And he and I would often meet at this Italian beef, Italian sausage place, and get an Italian sausage for dinner. That's one ninety-five. That's five bucks there for the, or four dollars for the sandwich and the beer. And then the other six, seven bucks, who knows? I remember making all these, I liked eating ham and cream cheese sandwiches. So I go to this crappy grocery store and I'd load up on that sometimes and just work on that budget. But for a couple of years, I just lived really frugally and then eventually went back to school. At that point, I, when I, as soon as I went to the Art Institute, I guess, I got hooked up with a job doing, I was a decorative painter's assistant, which led to what I do now professionally. I mean, I've been doing it for that long. And it may have been, uh, it actually, it was a little bit earlier than that. When I was living on Bishop Street in about 1987, I, there was a guy in the building that was working for somebody doing this decorative floor painting and all that, and he said he could get me a job and did. As it turned out, that's the only thing I've done since then. It's been... Um, 34 years painting floors. Okay, so let me now play Chris's message. It's about 30 seconds long, and immediately after the message plays, we will hear Chris's response. Hello, Paul. This is Chris calling. 
I just remembered that you're away for the weekend. So I should have known better than calling you now on Sunday morning. I just got back to Maxwell Street. And I'm doing pretty bad. But um, anyway, um, I'll talk to you later. Bye. My first impression is it sounds like such a conventional message. You know, usually, and I'd be singing or trying to say something crazy. It seemed like a message that any one person would leave for any other person. You know, I was not an early riser. I've never been. So for it to be early and me to go back, be back from Maxwell Street, and I definitely went to Maxwell Street, but not frequently. That wasn't, I wasn't one of those people that was there every week at six in the morning. I don't know if I'd been up all night. I did a lot of bike riding in Chicago. It was one of my favorite things about living there was getting around. It's, it's a really flat city and it's just a great bike riding town. And from where I lived down to Maxwell Street, you know, that would be about a really beautiful Sunday morning, 30 minute bike ride or so. So I'm imagining that's what just happened. I certainly don't remember why I was down. I wasn't, in general, I was not really depressed that often that year. Um, I remember it being a really happy year, so I'm not sure what, what would have been going on. I don't think it was bad news. You know, the only thing that ever really was a variable in my life was women. So I'm imagining it has something to do with a woman, but from the context of the message, I don't... Uh, I'm pretty sure that I was living in Ukrainian village. You know, I moved around pretty frequently in the late 80s. I had a little place uptown, and you were in all these places, and I think we recorded in all of them. I had a, briefly, I had a place up sort of in Wrigleyville off of Belmont, a little tiny attic apartment where we wrote Slavomir. I was running from a Polish guy, and his nephew or something at the place next to us, whose name was Slavomir. I remember that was one of the songs that we recorded there. Before that, I had a little place in Ukrainian Village, pretty much right by Chicago and Ashland. And I think that I think that's where I was living at that time. My final place in Chicago was on Grand and Wood, and it was on the second floor there on a corner apartment. It got really beautiful light. You know, at that point, I I was back in school. I was going to school at the uh, School of the Art Institute, and I don't think that we were recording that frequently. I know I did some recordings with another guy, a jazz musician, Joe Vajarski, a horn player that I had met at the Art Institute. So I think most of the recording I did in that last place was there. I mean, I know you, I knew you came by. I remember when I had a going away party, you were there. I think you were leaving town too. It was sort of a joint going away party. I think it was, we were both like leaving town it was in 1990, in the end of the summer, I think. Yeah. And anyway, that was my final place in Chicago. Beautiful light there. And I remember it was 250 a month. The place in Ukrainian Village on uh, Chicago and Ashland, it was just sort of around the corner there. That was 195 wow. a month. There was a two-bedroom apartment. They were all two-bedroom apartments, too. Like, they all... I had a paint studio, I had a music studio, that was 195 and the other guy matched the rent at 195 up on Belmont, but it was a really small place. 
but that one include the utilities. Well, that's it for this week. I am truly grateful to Chris for his participation, and we will hear more from him in the future. If you would like to participate, either as someone who left a message for me back when I was living in Chicago, or if you have saved old phone answering machine messages yourself, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Also, I continue to raise funds for my website and streaming service. So if you would like to contribute to the podcast in a financial way, that would be amazing as well. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.